Ding dong, ding dong. Ding motherfucking dong. What is up? What is up, breadheads? Hello, Eric. Welcome to another episode of <laughs> Thick Fresh Podcast. I'm your host, Ty, and uh, your guest today is my co-host, Eric. <laughs> Permanent guest. You can't get rid of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you have the same kind of just elusive presence as the <laughs> stage grip at a late night show. They're there. You're, work, you're working the room, but where is he? Mm-hmm. Who is my he? Contribution Who is Eric? <laughs> My contribution is is felt. However, I never really show up on screen, which is the same as this show. You know, we never really mm-hmm. reveal ourselves. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah, say this... the same thing for Drake. <laughs> no, Drake. Wow, we got to get right into that. Drake has <laughs> has revealed his manhood online mere hours before the launch of this episode. Pretty exciting news news break for us. Hey. <laughs> why why is Are this excited? So no this is exciting uh, well okay so i just think like drake has always branded himself as the most vulnerable musician and this is no exception the man has mm-hmm. shown his most presumably his most vulnerable body part his his little <laughs> chick chicken strip you know <laughs> he's showing off his little six inch yeah, well, this is the craziest thing about it is no one says it's a six inch. Everyone's like, damn, dog's got a foot long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, are we surprised, Ty? I'm a little surprised. I Do you think Drake gives off? I think he gives off medium dick energy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just average sized. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not really sure what to use to like estimate. You know what I mean? I can only like do some self-reflection mm-hmm. and then just make a guess. You know what I mean? So I don't know what I was expecting for Jake. I'll be honest. It never really crossed my mind. Never crossed my mind either. The only thing I sure. could ever think about was the size of his emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The size of his yeah. heart. He never really talks or sings about like blowing girls backs out. <laughs> he kind of only, he like alludes to it at most. You know what I mean? And he talks about like maybe stealing someone's girl or mm-hmm. uh, flying girls out, treating them real mm-hmm. nice, which I guess you could say is big dick energy because he has nothing to really uh, convince people of. You know what I mean? He's just kind of mm-hmm. like going with it. I saw it more as paternal energy, you know, like that's what a poppy does. They take care of your basic <laughs> needs. They fly you out. They serve you a nice meal, give you a bed to rest in. And the only thing I thought Drake had a long the only long thing Drake had was like a long, long conversationalist, you know? Mm. Like, well, I thought he was always longing for <laughs> some, some real love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only long thing. A <laughs> <laughs> bit of longing happening there. Yeah. So I don't know the, I don't know any of the lore surrounding this leakage. The only leakages I'm familiar with is when some sweet onion sauce squirts out the side of my sandwich. So I don't know what's going on here. Was this self-initiated like a, a Lily Rose Depp type of nudie leak, or was this a <laughs> did did uh, a vigilante do it? Perhaps an ex lover. Wow. So you think it's possible that Drake nutted on himself and then took a selfie and then posted that as like the new album art for for all the for all the dogs part two. <laughs> yeah, uh, for all the little dogs. <laughs> this one's for it's all my a... little dogs. <laughs> <laughs> damn 
Yeah, dude, some real death grips energy there. Uh, it's possible. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know the lore. I'm curious if you know what's going on here. Like, what has oh, TMZ told you? For once in my life, I don't have the answers. That is because I get all my news from ac- academics, as mm-hmm. listeners of this show know. And um, academics has been awfully quiet about this on um, mm-hmm. social media. I think because they are, like, he is kind of like glazing for Drake all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which means like he's probably not wanting to like spread this uh, potential damning uh, information. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a um, important reminder that all news outlets are biased, even Instagram, <laughs> like hip hop news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. I'm, so, I'm also scared to look it up. <laughs> like I don't really, <laughs> I don't think I want to find information on this because the Daily Mail will definitely have the uncensored version in the middle of the article. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, dude. And when they're pri- they have a privacy leak in a few months, your name's going to be on the list of viewers of that thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's not good for you. It's not good for Think Fresh. It's not good for anybody. Definitely not. But Think Fresh would be the corporation to post it. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't assume any responsibility for the actions of the corporation, and so therefore mm-hmm. we will probably post the blurred version. Yeah, that's true. Think Fresh's news news network subsidiary, the Daily Meal, will be covering <laughs> that today. The Daily Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's just this one article. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just every mm. day, same article. Yep. But speaking of artists, potentially, um, <laughs> I don't even know what the segue is. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know, dude. But Playboy Cardi has been seen wearing a bodysuit oh nice <laughs> like a, a little, a nice little bit of skims up. action yeah dude this guy's double cheeked up in the mesh bodysuit i don't know if you saw this on one of the various opium reposting accounts <laughs> mm-hmm. i did i i dude this is playboy cardi's fit the other day as he walked out of the studio with yay right and he's got the <laughs> yeah. most absurd fit like a mesh top with camo bodysuits and a little thong action in the butt crack what is going on here Dude, what Who the hell is going on here no other especially not a sandwich artist no artist could pull that off dude hell no i, I wouldn't trust a sandwich artist wearing a thong to make my sandwich mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely not dude <laughs> but that doesn't that's not gonna stop them from wearing it and it didn't stop Playboy either. Like, and honestly, I don't. I don't really think he's pulling it off. To be honest, I dude, think a the look looks a little messy. Dude, Playboy Cardi making the next album wearing a thong is the equivalent of our sandwich artist making a sandwich with fingerless gloves. <laughs> uh, just getting a little nail in there, you know. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's like just showing enough cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Tasteful. So. The better question is, Ty, we've heard some singles from Playboy Cardi. Do you think he produced those while thonged up? Or is he like, is that just the first half of the album we got? And now we're venturing into Skims territory. Mm, I think he was wearing a thong while he recorded them. Otherwise, you wouldn't get such like abrasive (laughs) yows from him. Well, the thing is, though, he got he's um, he's exploring this like deeper voice now in mm. the music you know what i mean like the baby voice is a thing of the past and like right. in my mind the thong kind of seems like it would make that kind of music like mm-hmm. 
like that's the kind of <laughs> like 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 he's speaking like speaking simish you know <laughs> exactly simish <laughs> yeah dude so i don't know I, I feel like the new music something's going on over there dude he's got some accessories mm-hmm. accessories bit of in an, hands bit of an identity <laughs> crisis perhaps or an identity evolution either way i'm sure it will make novel novel sounds <laughs> oh yeah that's for sure i saw like a, a reel the other day where somebody was uh showing their fit like oh it's like the outfit of the day type thing he's gonna throw it on and that's what he wears when you go skating right like skateboarding and it was like a f- three it was like three frames where it's like they threw the outfit on the bed and you just see this like butt plug <laughs> like in there <laughs> and then it just cuts away and he's doing like crazy tricks on the skateboard after i gotta i gotta find that for nice you. that's pretty funny <laughs> just sneaking that in there <laughs> it's like one frame Indeed. you are you have a very uh like vigilant eye you know when watching these instagram <laughs> posts you see the you see the plugs you see the thongs like what what can't get past you eric n- n- nary a black nothing, olive dude. will escape your gaze or grays that's right. that's right i've never once uh you know I've never once eaten a foreign object in a sandwich. You know what I mean? I always spot it first. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm able to pick that out like surgically. Dude, you have to. Otherwise, you're going to get a worm in your sandwich at some point. You got to be, you got to <laughs> keep your wits about you every single bite. 100% agree. Dude's got the Vision Pro and he's, but raw, you know, you got natural <laughs> Vision Pro. <laughs> That's right, dude. The entire time I'm at Subway, I have like, uh, some UI pulled up, <laughs> mm-hmm. like multitasking. What is up with those people who are like multitasking everyday activities with the Vision Pro? Do you think that's is this a marketing ploy by Apple, or are people just finding ways to flex their early adopter status? Dude, I don't think these guys are do. I don't even think they have the heads up display on. This is entirely performative. This is just tech bros online waving their hands like <laughs> they're at a like a a concert or something, just to mm-hmm. just for the the views online. I don't think they got anything pulled up on that heads up screen, and we'll never know. But like, I, I watched a guy get out of a cyber truck the other day with his headset on, and then just start punching the air. Like, what do you think he's doing? You think he's playing Street Fighter in there? Like, I don't think so. Yeah, I really don't know. That's and that's the beauty of the Vision Pro tie. You could be ordering a sandwich in there. You could be watching the POV of someone making a sandwich. You know, you could be doing almost anything in the Vision Pro, and nobody around you will know. So it's mm-hmm. almost the perfect device to be using in public. Like as, mm-hmm. as stupid as it looks, it's like almost a perfect use case for it. Yeah, definitely. You could like my mind immediately goes to like dudes be watching pornography everywhere they're going, <laughs> but there's yeah, probably more like lucrative opportunities than that. Uh, mm-hmm. I like your sandwich sandwich themed p- proposals. <laughs> I would love to be like at a subway with the vision pro hooked up to my face and I'm ordering a subway sandwich, but it looks like I'm at, I'm like on the streets of Florence in a proper Italian <laughs> deli and all the all the meats look good. Then I take the mm-hmm. head, headset off and I see nothing but gray and brown. <laughs> totally. Oh, dude. And why stop there? Like, 
the sandwich itself could also be like uh, CGI in the headset. You know what I mean? Like you're holding the foot long, but maybe it's not a subway foot long that's costs eight dollars. You're eating this Michelin starred perfect Italian sandwich that has like world class ingredients. You know what I mean? So if you just kind of like, you know, pretend whatever you're looking at is real, then you can uh, have a better lunch. Totally. And you even could like mix up your sandwich artist avatar. You know, it doesn't have to be like Braden, the high schooler. It could be Madison Beer or something, you know, like, <laughs> just swap it out with insert female crush here. <laughs> wow. True. So really, Apple's doing us a service with this product. Like this can't possibly have a negative effect in society. It can only be positive. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's going to level up everybody's uh, imagination. Mm-hmm. Imagination, happiness. Like if I don't want to be in a situation, I can just put on the pros and say I don't want to be podcasting with you. I can be podcasting with Joe Rogan right now. I could be looking at Joe across the <laughs> across the Zoom. <laughs> dude, I'm looking at Joe right now. Hell We're yeah, both dude. looking at Joe. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I'm looking at Joe. <laughs> wow. We're not your average Joes, though. We're uh, a cut above. We're a premium sandwich meat. Absolutely. But it makes me think, man, like the people who are who are seen eating together with a Vision Pro on at a restaurant. Like I need to know, like, are they on a FaceTime as well? Or mm. like, what are what are they possibly doing? And why are they sitting together? Do they even know they're sitting together? Maybe they're complete strangers. You could have a whole meal at a restaurant and not even realize there's people next to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my notes app was blocking you. <laughs> That's how I feel going in the subway. Like blinders are up once like I'm like a like a competitive horse, you know, I got the blinders mm-hmm. on. I only see the sandwich the, from beginning to end. My eyes do not mm-hmm. leave that foot long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So will you be purchasing the Apple Vision Pro V1? One thousand percent. Oh, wow. I, I think so. I think I got to get one in. of these. I think I got to get one of these, Eric. And I think you do too. I think it would be foolish for us not to because there's a podcasting opportunity here. Fuck, there really is. Yeah, I don't want to talk to like the Zoom image of you anymore. I want to talk to like the avatar that they generate for you on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, I want to see your meta, your metaverse avatar. Absolutely. I won't see you holding this uh, huge black microphone though anymore, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. It adds certainly like a flair of uh, humor to our goofiness <laughs> to our overall look. A goofy ad but, pod. But I don't know, dude. I don't think your Bitmoji is going to look any more mature. Yeah, I don't think so. But can't you customize that? Can't you like change the lighting? It's all lighting anyway. Mm, good point. Yeah. You could be like on top of a volcano recording a podcast. Any that's liminal right. space you want. This is that's actually quite mm-hmm. exciting. Like I'm I'm tapping in from the asteroid belt for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. I'm tapping in from the middle of the Astro World stage. Yeah. <laughs> we we are live from Astro World. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Jesus platform or whatever. No, the Life of Pablo tour platform. Yeah, I thought that was weird when Connie brought out his old stage design for like a seven minute guest appearance oh wait you're talking about circus maximus i didn't see that oh yeah so you know how kanye came on stage for travis scott's show the other day and wore like a was he wearing like a a hockey mask oh yeah he's wearing like the michael myers like 
serial killer mask, which is yeah. honestly very cool, if you ask me. Dude, I'm, I'm starting to think that Ye has some self-esteem issues with his face because <laughs> he's always covering it up. Hmm. Like, do you think he's self-conscious about his smile or perhaps the shape of his nose? <laughs> Maybe. But um, thinking back to like COVID days when we all had to wear masks, I felt almost like I was sheltered behind it. You know what I mean? I felt like I was like in this like safe little cocoon where I wouldn't get sick. And I felt like nobody could see me weirdly enough. Hmm. Do, do you have that feeling at all or am I crazy? <laughs> no, you're right. It's almost like you were anonymous. Like you were, you, mm-hmm. no one else existed. Like you were in the Apple Vision Pro. Yeah, exactly. And I can see why that's super appealing to someone like Kanye, who is like super just well-known, like every single person will recognize him no matter where he goes, to just be like kind of anonymous for for a minute. It gives you a lot of power, especially when mm-hmm. like everyone's criticizing what you do at all times. Yeah, it gives you less to criticize if you can't actually make eye contact. Mm-hmm, exactly. I don't know if you're smiling because the sandwich you ate is good or if you're frowning because the sandwich you ate is bad. Oh, I'm always frowning, Eric. (laughs) Exactly. Dude, I got to tell you, like fast food has been letting me down so much lately. That's why I'm always frowning. I got (laughs) to tell you this story. I went into Starbucks the other day, Eric. Are you familiar with this coffee chain? Oh, dude, I'm all too familiar with the venti caramel macchiato. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. But uh, I would never get a venti. That's far too much fluid. People who get ventis are like... They have nothing left to live for. Like, if you think Absolutely you need that not. much of any fluid, like, my brother in Christ, you just need a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're that thirsty, just have a water. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm one of those guys who refuses to use their naming scheme for sizes. Like, I always mm. tell them I want a medium. And they always kind of just, like... It, it takes them a second, which is funny. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, you should know what a medium is. Yeah. <laughs> This is Starbucks in America. We speak English here. (laughs) Yeah. Grande. Shut the fuck up. Yuck. Well, I got the smallest size. Uh, I believe it's called Shotte. Um, (laughs) A Shotte Latte. Shotte Latte. Isn't it? It's not a tall? Is that the. It's a tall, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tall. Yeah. No, that's correct. That that doesn't even make sense. Where'd you get Shotte from? I don't know, dude. I. I'm just, I don't speak Italian. No hablo Italiano. <laughs> Apologies, senor. Uh, so tall what, doesn't make so any what, sense. What's with the tall? Yeah, dude, it doesn't make any sense. Because it's like if Subway called their smallest sandwich the foot long. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> like, what if the foot long was half the size of the six inch? And the six inch was 12 inches. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put Subway. Put it past them to do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you were to literally adopt the naming scheme of Starbucks, the subway would have the long, the big, and the 12. <laughs> I actually don't mind that. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> because like 12 is like venti. Like venti means 20. Mm-hmm. Is it 20 ounces? Is that what that is? I Presumably. Just, this clicked right now for me. I never knew what that was. That, that checks out for me too. You heard it here first, listeners. Or maybe wow. you already knew that. <laughs> yeah, a pint of coffee. Wow. Dude, when you put it that way, that sounds disgusting. A pint of coffee? Horrible. Anyways, and you a, got a, and tall, a proper pint, a small too. boy. A proper yeah, pint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, all this discussion about measurement made me realize that like subway would benefit from shrinkflation if they switched away from the inch system because the inch system is observable and truly measurable and they use like something more corporate like i'm going to suggest basis points to describe changes in their sandwich size like oh no we just wrote the sandwich 100 basis points so <laughs> it's not that bad don't worry about it they need to invent their own measurement system if they want to be able to get away with shit like that like everyone mm-hmm. else has like weird reward points and attempts to like disassociate from currency but subway has stayed true to the inch system to their own mm-hmm. demise probably yeah you're absolutely right so like at starbucks i don't i don't know how, how it works because i don't use the app but presumably you can buy coffees with points mm-hmm. is that kind of what it is and then like you don't really know what 500 points is worth because like it's just a made-up currency so you just we were mm-hmm. like oh yeah sure i'll i'll spend that i have a hundred thousand points <laughs> i'll totally. give you 500 <laughs> yeah it's so confusing and then we'll give you a grand beverage for that you're like what <laughs> jesus christ so, so really it's just a scheme to confuse the customer yeah dude it's to keep the poor suppressed i think and Absolutely. that's how i felt after i went to starbucks eric because i ordered their newest coffee model the new model just dropped <laughs> it's called the co- it's like got olive oil in it have you heard about this Oh no! It's an olive oil latte. No, dude, olive yeah. oil has been has been sneaking into drinks everywhere uh, mm-hmm. lately, and I gotta say, I'm, I have mixed feelings about it. But tell me what this coffee tastes like. Yeah, dude, it's kind of like martini appropriation. Absolutely. And I, I honestly, it it hit pretty good. Like a little bit of cold pressed si- single origin olive oil in there, just like coats the mouth, adds a little bit of a salty and savory kick that you're kind of looking for in a coffee so Mm -hmm. i was i was thoroughly impressed i thought this is something i could come back for if i could afford it eric the drink for a tall which is the smallest which is shot a cost me eight (laughs) dollars and fifty cents for a latte with a shot of olive oil in it that better be some like single origin shit you know extra verge extra verge yeah wow um eight dollars for a small little coffee I'm sorry to hear that, Ty. That's that's disturbing, especially because I know that it's not good. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. I've never been like happy with a Starbucks order, you know? And and I, yeah, exactly. And like this coffee I'm saying is great, but that's great relative to everything else I've ever drank there, which is garbage. It's like <laughs> this is like the $8 goes a lot further at a fifth wave coffee shop. You're going to get like milk. They're going to they literally have a cow in the back and they squeeze the milk into your cup at, mm-hmm. for $8. Yeah, totally. Eight dollars will get you the feature coffee at Blue Bottle, which is mm-hmm. like <laughs> the limited, <laughs> the limited batch, you know, Nicaraguan bean that was hand picked or something. You know, yeah, dude, and you get to slurp your macchiato off out of the barista's belly button for eight dollars. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's a special experience if you're over five bucks like that wow yeah you got to choose your barista wisely if you do that if mm-hmm. you opt for the body shot <laughs> <laughs> i hope you got the apple vision bro pro in that case <laughs> yeah dude swap it out for the yeezy sushi girl mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> this california roll tastes funny <laughs> my brother in christ you ate it off a human <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's someone's belly button hair on it yeah <laughs> nasty 
anyways, when you mentioned um, martini territory and like, I don't know, stuff in, in invasive species entering the drinks, mm-hmm. I wanted to quickly close the loop on my Joe Forte's activation. Mm, with, right. Breadheads will remember I talked about doing that on Friday, managed to upgrade my outdoor seat to an indoor seat last Cha-ching. minute at the check-in table, <laughs> which was nice. Um, unfortunately, no room at the world famous bar. But um, yeah, Ty, upon sitting down, I realized really quickly that this place was dine out inclusive. That's that's too bad. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear moment that. Moment of silence for yeah. the dine out diners. <laughs> for your moment of silence for your Friday night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but crisis was averted though because I was able to simply put the dine out menu aside and order mm-hmm. from the regular menu, which I did. But um, one thing that you won't find on the menu, Ty blue cheese olives in the martini non-existent are they an eradicated species not on the menu but they exist baby i got them secret menu very good very good so you have to schmooze with the bartender to acquire these blue cheese stuffed olives i sure did (laughs) um i said let me get a dirty gin martini and then i was like do you have any blue cheese olives Mm. (laughs) and then he smiled and said of course we do I love that. I love how you probably leaned in over the bar, like, <laughs> lowered your voice, looked around like you didn't want anyone mm-hmm. to hear. That's what yeah. I do at Subway every time I want to like add a little extra cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like we're whispering. It's like our like it's our dirty little secret. So yeah. It's like, you know, the blue cheese olives are good, right? Put mm-hmm. those in. Same thing with the, you know, double cheese option at Subway. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or like some, I, I, I always do it when I add a little drizzle of marinara. Like I know I feel like I'm breaking the rules. Very polite about it. Like, would you, mm-hmm. you'd be so kind as to looks left, looks right. <laughs> add a little drizzle of marinara on that. Wow. I'm salivating. <laughs> I put on some Southern charm too. Mm-hmm. Dude, the marinara is a perfect example, a perfect comparison because it's a free change. It doesn't ruin like, the structural integrity of the sandwich. It's really just mm-hmm. like your it's like one of the sauces, you know, it's one of the boys, but it's secret mm-hmm. sauce. It's a secret sauce. And, and and the other thing though is like it's not in the like typical playbook of the regular sandwich, just like mm-hmm. the blue cheese stuffed olive. So you're only gonna get access to it if you can work your artist a little bit, or in this case, the bartender, which you clearly mm-hmm. did. So how were mm-hmm. they? Oh, dude, fantastic. It's it's just perfect. I don't know what else to say. It adds another element to the drink that is never present usually. Mm-hmm. Like you bite down on the olive and you just get this like creamy blue cheese hit in the middle of it. And whew, I got to say, it's a it's a beautiful add on. I, I would highly recommend. Mm, that's not try so good. It next Dude, I want to sh- I want to shuck one of those right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wonder if Trapinos has them. We'll have to <laughs> we'll have to inquire at the bar. It's like mm-hmm. got any blue mm-hmm. cheese or a, how do you say cheese in Italian? <laughs> fromage? Is that French? Or, oh, fromaggio or something. <laughs> fromaggio, of course. Of course. Maybe they and have blue is blue. <laughs> Parmigiano stuffed olives. <laughs> Shit, dude, that would hit. That's like salt good. on salt. Yeah, dude. Wow salty yeah highly recommend for the of age of drinking age redheads who are Mm -hmm. willing to try something like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well uh i love me a nice 
cheesy winter warmer, you know, like this time of year. Get get like some cheese, some uh, like a stiff drink, some soup maybe. Mm-hmm. Do you ever mess with fromage fondue? <laughs> Do I? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like from fondue is kind of a boomer treat, you know? Like they invented the ability to melt food on command <laughs> and then they're like we, what do we do with this? Like, let's not even iterate on it. Let's just stop there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a pretty, like, it's like devastatingly simple. You know what I mean? Like, you just got a pot of melted cheese that's like perpetually melting. <laughs> and you just got like, you have this like assortment of dippable like elements, maybe some, you know, diced bread. Mm-hmm. You got some, I, I threw a pickle in there that wasn't really on the menu, but. I was able to secure a pickle and dip that in. Mm-hmm. What else? Sausages. I don't know. What else do people dip in cheese? Yeah. I mean, fingers. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. That would be dangerous. That, that shit is hot. <laughs> Dude, do you want to just stick the tongue straight in there? Like you're at the subway soda machine. Oh, shit. Glug glug straight from straight from mama's teats. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I like the concept of having this like, like consistent program which is the perpetual cheese that then is like a base for being creative you're like what can i do with this how can i exploit this to have the most possible fun and that's what i like about subway too it's the same thing they give you a set of rules and you play within them to maximize novelty and i think that's really cool but at the end of the day you're just dipping things in melted cheese that like i don't like the idea of it just being like perpetual i think that's the problem your words not mine Mm. and because it, it kind of gets like nasty like and eventually a mouse is just gonna squirt out the top of that fondue you know <laughs> or like a, well, a worm well i don't know about that i mean we all know what happens if a little ratatouille ends up in the fromage you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> you, he'll uh instantly croak that's right you're gonna get yeah the carcass of a ratatouille and then the health that's inspector right. will be shutting down your fondue party real quick yeah totally i don't know dude there's something just magical about it like the simplicity of dipping stuff in cheese, cheese just being universally loved, you know, the the funny little like long forks that they give you mm. so that you're able to like gesture the dip the same way a composer would an orchestra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're able to really just like kind of flick the wrist and twirl a little bit of cheese on a piece of bread. I don't mm. know. It's a good the time. Act, the it's act almost is like quite a, delicate. It mm. is. And it's kind of like, the Swiss version of like hot pot. It's like there's a communal pot and then people are dipping things in it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. That's actually a good way to think about it, which I would consider to be more socially acceptable. Well, only 2 billion people do that. (laughs) (laughs) Therefore it's acceptable. Just because it's it's popular doesn't mean it's a good idea. There's 44,000 subways. Yo, true. We had this point about the subways, but also like, it makes you think like anything that goes on in China technically is acceptable because like so many people do it. They like reach critical mass immediately, you know, like yeah. if they were, <laughs> I don't even know what they were trying to do. Like if they were like all having plastic surgery to add a sixth finger to each hand, to just make them better typers on their typers on their like mm-hmm. Huawei keyboards. Then percent. <laughs> that doesn't mean that's a good idea. It just means everyone's doing it. It, that's true. It doesn't mean it's a good idea, but if a certain percentage of people are doing it, then you can consider it normal, right? What is the percentage? 
mm-hmm. how many people I don't know like in India for example it, technically speaking riding on top of the train is considered normal <laughs> damn you're so right it, it really comes down to I think like who you want to let influence you right and it's not about how many but who and yeah uh, you want to keep your circle of influence as small as possible for a very mm-hmm. like esoteric lifestyle. Mm-hmm, totally. Dude, here's what happened with me with fondue. Going oh. back to fondue, when Uh-oh. I moved out of my parents' house, a young Thai, the first one of the first things I bought was a fondue <laughs> set from a thrift store because I didn't oh know anything God. about I didn't know anything about living on my own, and I just <laughs> thought that I thought people are supposed to own these, you know? Oh my God. You're I have never now. used I got a fondue set. Yeah, I never, never used it. No, no, because like people don't just casually fondue things. Oh, dude, I would love to fondue with you. If you were to boot that thing up, I'll, I'll bring Bay over and we'll have a double fondue, fondate, we'll call it. A fondate, ooh. Yeah, dude, I don't know, man. I'll have to dust it off. I felt like such a fondue fist when I just never, never used it. And I think it's because I fell for the scam of popular demand. Like, I thought everyone was supposed to have one of these because this is the European hot pot. And I also thought that I would get a lot of use out of it because I'm an adult now yeah. and adults do things like this. And neither of them ended up being true. It's a European totally scam. reasonable, totally reasonable. I am quite fond of the do. However, um, I don't know if the vintage one that you picked up is going to hold up very well. Like, I don't know if I could use something where someone else has dipped <laughs> already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, all fondue's been pre-dipped. You're not going to be the like, well, the the virgin dip, you know, like <laughs> the inaugural <laughs> dip. It's communal. It is. It is communal. But I don't know. I I can't run the Carfax on this fondue. You know, I don't know who uh, who has been dipping before me. <laughs> you don't know what they were dipping in there. They could have been exactly. Some, yeah, they could be doing some freaky shit, like dipping, like maybe they're dipping Drake's meat in there, and then. Sucking it off. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. That's a quite the quite the twist. I wasn't expecting you to go there. <laughs> trying to, trying to close the loop on the episode. <laughs> yeah, this is a very meta episode. Dude, okay, so we gotta talk about Subway soup because that's the closest thing that Subway has to fondue. Yeah, do the mysterious pot. Yeah, it is kind of a communal pot too, because I bet that pot outlives many a sandwich artist shift. Multiple <laughs> sandwich artist shifts like engage with the same pot of soup is it perpetual Mm -hmm. are they just topping it up dude the idea of like perpetually topping up the subway soup is so dangerous because like you know no one's touching that for like weeks on end so Mm -hmm. that shit is just boiling over for like three weeks straight before someone taps in yeah dude like they probably sell so little soup that they'll probably it's a it's like a kager of like cream of mushroom so (laughs) i get i bet they get through like a quarter of it every month so that means they're like topping it maybe monthly with just the just the last 25%. Yeah. I'm just thinking to like what a minimum wage worker probably wants to do at the end of their shift. And mm-hmm. I imagine they at like be, like best case scenario, they're dumping whatever's in there and mm-hmm. like not even bothering like cleaning it before refilling it for the, for the next oh, yeah. day, you know? That's best case scenario is that it gets mm-hmm. dumped. But like... Yeah. <laughs> Then they're not, are they going to like, they can't put it in the sink. It's presumably chunky. They can't go down the drain. So then it has to go in the garbage bag and it's too wet for the dumpster. So where's the soup going? 
Dude, imagine being in charge of straining the perpetual soup at Subway before taking it to the green bin outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. That's it, The whole thing is way over a sandwich artist's pay grade. Like <laughs> They need to bring in some people in hazmat suits to remove the soup. Mm-hmm. And that's why they it's not happening. It's just it's a forever soup. It's yeah. always just building off of what was before. The flavors get more intense, more nuanced, more <laughs> rich. <laughs> oh, wow. It's aging like a fine wine over there. I'm actually kind of super curious now. I'm not going to lie. I want to know what's happening we, in that pot. We have to do, uh, we have to get some boots on the ground, I think, and ask the artist. Sounds like a Reddit like <laughs> event. Ask the artist what <laughs> is in the soup. How long has it been boiling for? And what's what's the deal with the soup, I guess? <laughs> Dude, you know how they're going to respond? They're going to be like, we have soup? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I don't no, know, dude. dude. I, I, I'm able to really vividly picture the Subway soup of the day graphic. And there's mm-hmm. like a chicken noodle, I think, pictured. However, nowhere on the menu do they say what the soup of the day is. Unless it's yeah. a chicken day every day. You know, I can vividly picture it too, but I think if I sipped it, that would stop because then I would go blind. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So so with <laughs> So with the one day perpetual soup tie, do you think you would regain your vision or are you like blind for life? Yeah, okay. So backtrack here a little bit. Eric and I are not just talking out our asses. There's actually soups that will turn you turn your eyes blind for a day we were learning about this on wikipedia pre-episode i don't know why how they add blindness or why they would introduce that as a um a quality of soup sipping i think it's literally poison added to the soup in order to create a fun like effect for your consumers Mm -hmm. but i think subway if they create blindness is purely on accident (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude okay i'm reading this wikipedia page right now and uh, I'll have to show you what this looks like. This is pretty, this is scary stuff, man. The perpetual one day blinding stew, also known as forever blind for a day soup. <laughs> oh, God. Hunter's pot blindness or Hunter's <laughs> sightless stew is a pot into which blindness inducing foodstuffs are placed and cooked. The pot never or rarely emptied all the way and ingredients and liquid are replenished as necessary. So exactly what we mm. said with the Subway soup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eating it causes the eater to become blind for a day. <laughs> so, oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, not even... you. That's a whole day where you can't use your Apple Vision Pro. Wow, yeah. Imagine you eat this with the pros on and you think your battery died, but you actually <laughs> just go blind. Oh, shit. Your human battery died yeah disturbing wow so this is a real thing and it was real enough to warrant a wikipedia article that is also <laughs> the it feels like it's from a uh like what a, like a like a one of those websites that's a wiki entirely for like a weird like <laughs> like video game <laughs> from the middle ages i don't really know yeah dude this seems like some game of thrones uh side quest you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, totally. can you defeat the one day blinding stew? That's <laughs> yeah, the final boss of Subway. Yeah, dude. Um, the best part is it's uh, various ingredients can be used in perpetual one day binding stew, such as root vegetables, 
tubers, potatoes, yams, etc., and poisons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Damn, do you think I don't think po- I have any of that in my pantry. <laughs> yeah, dude. The various meats part is I'm currently missing that. But mm-hmm. poisons. Poison is intentionally adding poison to foot loans. It's possible, Ty. Yeah, dude. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Subway kept their pantry, their backstock next to their like cleaning equipment. So mm-hmm. instead of grabbing the uh, the vegetable broth, they accidentally grab the Windex. And next thing <laughs> you, you know, you got perpetually blinding soup. <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like if they accidentally knock over the Windex and it spills into the soup, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to boil it for another 20 minutes and hopefully Damn. kill that off. This is like literally like a Marvel superhero or villain origin story happening <laughs> in the back of Subway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the superhero turns out to be Fogel. Whoa. This is. Whoa. Do you think this is what caused Fogel to did, do the horrors he did? <laughs> it's because of the soup? Dude, Fogel's horrors can only be <laughs> possible after eating a stew like that. That's true. Wow. It all makes so much sense now. It does. Dude, this is an angle that I don't think the lawyers thought of. I think we're first on this case. We absolutely are. Um, they wouldn't listen to Fogel on the stand when he said, it was the stew. <laughs> You're like, whatever, man. Yeah. So I'm never ordering double meat again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Fogel Yikes. had a sip of that Epstein stew. <laughs> oh, no. That, that shit was not kosher, that's for sure. No. Various poisons. <laughs> <laughs> but it gave Epstein a lot more than blindness, let me tell you. Dude dude conked out. Dude was blind to the haters as well. Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, man. Anything else you want to talk about, Ty? I don't know, man. This has been a whirlwind of an episode. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I'm feeling exhausted from that uh, <laughs> stacked talk- topic list today. But... um. I'll have to uh, end it here and catch up with everyone on Friday. Yes. Thank you for listening, Breadheads. Thank you for engaging with me, Eric. We will re-engage later. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao. Ciao.